0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Wealth Accelerator podcast. It's Hunter Lowry here. I'm a financial advisor in Northern California. And my goal is to really help you to create a family legacy, not just short-term wealth. So I want to talk to you about a metaphor that I really use a lot when I'm talking with clients and prospects. It makes things easy, turns chess into checkers. You know, we just want to simplify things. Why make things difficult? So When we think about being financially successful, we always want to think it's really complicated that there's some big secret that you have to have to be wealthy, that you got to have some inside information, but you really don't. All you have to do is follow the plan and stick to it. Sticking to it, that's the main issue. People struggle to stick with the plan. It's like saying that you want to go to the gym and get fit. Well, going to the gym once a month, what's that going to do? You're not going to see Any results I don't care how good the plan is if Arnold Schwarzenegger himself created the workout plan for you (laughs) you got to go consistently throughout the whole year then you're gonna see some progress now as you guys know I'm a golfer I played golf in college I love the game so I like using the golf metaphor here but people ask me quite often especially now with all the Dave Ramsey people that I'm talking to. I get this question even more so than I used to. But people always say, Hunter, what should I do in the market for the rest of the year here? Oh man, well, it so totally depends. (laughs) I I try to tell them, hey, you got to hit your next shot. All you got to do is just make a par. And all you can do to make par is just take one shot at a time. And I'm going to show you what I mean here. So when I think about this, you know, I'm thinking about, a par four it's the most common hole in golf and how do you best play a par four for those of you that are not golfers right the par four means that we want to get from the tee box to in the hole with four shots well the best way to play it is hit your tee shot in the middle of the fairway hit your second shot into the middle of the green and two putt for par it's safe it's consistent and it's the easiest way to go about it You dang sure do not make a par by worrying about where the flag is when you're standing on the tee box. You don't worry about how your first putt's going to break when you're standing on the tee box. You just look at the fairway. You see where you want to hit it to set yourself up to be successful for the next shot. So let's start with the tee shot. This to me, the tee shot, it symbolizes starting in your financial journey. You're probably young, you're excited, you're entering the workforce, but where do you even begin? There's so many distractions. You know, you look out from the tee box, there might be a bunker on the right, a slight dog leg left, you got water left, and you see the green and the target way, way down there with a flag on it. You know, you have to avoid the trouble. You got to just keep your ball in play and get to the green. And there's a million ways to do it, right? There's risk and reward to each option, but the goal is just to make a par. We want to get the ball in the hole in four shots. So when you're standing on the tee box, you just want to make a shot with the highest odds of success. You want to aim for the middle and the largest part of the fairway. Well, hitting the first shot in the fairway to me, that's represented by avoiding or getting out of debt getting your three to six months of emergency reserves in the bank and setting goals for yourself. You have to have goals set for yourself and you have to have an idea of where you want to go or how do you ever even know if you're heading in the right direction? And to me, you know, the distractions, the bunkers, the water, the out of bounds, all those things that you're looking at when you're on the tee box that represents new cars you can't afford going to bars or eating out too much, taking crazy vacations with friends that you can't afford yet and it's easy to stand on the tee box and get fixated on the on the water and on the trouble I'm telling you if you've ever played a round of golf in your entire life that's the first thing that you notice you're standing up there and you see all the things that could potentially go wrong and it scares you that's what makes your heart start to pound and I'll tell you what if you're focusing on the trouble around you from the tee box what happens you are going to hit it there every single time i promise you it happens all the time to me but if you're focused on just making that first shot as easy as possible hitting to the largest part of the fairway just making the the highest odds of success then you're gonna make it happen so when somebody who's still in the t-box asks me hunter what should i do in the market over the next couple years Well, realistically, you're getting ahead of yourself here. You need to focus on the shot that's in front of you. You need to make sure that the foundation is set up correctly. You need to make sure that you're out of debt. You need to make sure you have these emergency funds set up and you need to make sure that you have your goals lined out before we even start talking about what's going on in the market. Okay, so you're off the tee box in the middle of the fairway. You set yourself up for a good hole now. At this point on the course, you're more settled in in your job. You're making a good income and you're just more comfortable in your life now. And you're in the middle of the fairway. You got a good look at the green. Now all you gotta do is hit the ball onto the green and you can safely two putt for par. Well, what does that symbolize? To me, that symbolizes putting at least 15% of your funds into retirement investment accounts and overall just living below your means. Now you're starting to accumulate some wealth. Now you're getting some compound growth and now you need to make sure that you're invested correctly for the long run you know we're not out here playing short squeezes with all your money we're not just putting all your money in bitcoin but we're investing in vehicles that are proven to work time and time again so in this stage as you guys already know I get my clients to put as much money into anything Roth that they can max out your own personal Roth IRA every year but you can only get $6,000 a year into this so where do you go next Well, hopefully your company has some sort of a retirement plan in place, a 401k, 403b, something like that. And if you're self-employed, we can set up your own individual 401k plan. And now you can get $19,500 into most of these types of plans. Some types you can put more in. But a lot of times you're also going to get a match here with your company as well. And again, if your company has a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b, that's even better. Take advantage of that for sure. But the goal is to get... 15% of your income into some sort of an account that keeps the government's hands off the growth of your money. Now, for some people, even maxing out their 401k and their own personal IRAs, that's not going to reach the full 15%. So what do you do then? Well, at that point we can open up a non-retirement investment account and put whatever's left over there. Now, at this point, we got to pay attention to annual capital gains and things, but that's still so much better than just leaving that money sitting in a savings account with your bank. And at this stage in the game, the more you can put away into investments, the better you're going to be set up for the future. You know, the 15% number, it's a great target, but there's obviously nothing wrong with trying to put away 20 or 30% either if you can budget that well. But at the end of the day, if you're getting that money put away into investment accounts, you're you're setting yourself up absolutely fantastically for making a par. So for people who are on this part of the course and they ask me, Hunter, what should I do within in the market over the next couple of years? Well, the answer is stay disciplined, keep putting your money away and stay aggressive. You know, over the long run, these people have a, their goals are a long ways away. Most of the time, I'm not as worried about what's going to happen over the next two years for this person. Of course, we're going to do our best to provide downside protection and capture as much upside as possible. That's of course what we do with asset management for any client, but for that person, I want them to stay aggressive and realistically, I want them to just keep putting funds away every single month and stay disciplined with that and not be worried about refreshing their app every 20 minutes to make sure that they haven't lost any money that's just the opposite of what they should be doing they should be remembering that their goal is 10 20 30 years down the road and for right now their main job is to budget live below their means and get as much money piled into these retirement retirement accounts as they possibly can all right so we're off the t-box we've hit our second shot now onto the green now all we got to do is put it the ball twice to putt for a par. At this point, you know, you've been working for quite a while now. You have a good nest egg built up and your goals are starting to change. You're starting to think about retiring. What is that life really going to look like for you if you no longer have a paycheck coming in and how can you set your family up for generational success? This is when we start talking about leaving a family legacy, not just creating short-term wealth. Well, at this point, you spend a lot of time accumulating wealth and we've been taking risks in the market. And for some people in this stage, we also want to make sure that children's educations are paid for, if that's a goal for yours and that you're debt free. Maybe you can even get the house paid off early now, but we really want to have some good downside protection on your investments. We no longer have time to recover from major corrections. So we do not want to have your money susceptible to these kinds of major market swings. We want to focus on steady growth and really understanding what you're going to need in passive income to continue the life that you're accustomed to. We also want to make sure that we really understand where the funds are going to come from to reach all of your goals. And it's really the same thought on the green when you're putting for birdie, you don't want to be crazy aggressive and ram it 10 feet past the hole. How often if you're a golfer, (laughs) (laughs) Have you had a good look at birdie? You know, you're licking your chops thinking that you can take advantage here. Ram it way past the hole and now your palms get sweaty and you got a knee knocker, five footer coming back to try to make par and we miss it. It happens quite, I mean, at least for me, quite often. (laughs) You want to hit that birdie putt just hard enough that it has a chance to fall in and worst case scenario, you have an easy tap in for par. Well, if we take on the right amount of risk here, maybe the market's going to keep doing well and we're going to surpass your goal and have a lot of extra funds left over. But worst case, if there is a market correction close to when you're going to start needing your money, we are protected. So you still have an easy, no sweat, no knee knocker tap in for par. So for people who are on this part of the course, who have been asking me that question lately of what to do over the next couple of years, I really want to look over their portfolio and make sure that we have a lot of buffers built into place that can handle the volatility. Because as I've talked about on this podcast, I really do think that we have some volatile waters coming over the next couple of years. And we've really already been seeing it with the Delta variant and with some inflation concerns. Those are two major concerns that I have that I'm not, selling the farm and just sitting on cash, but I am cognizant of it and trying to protect the nest eggs that my clients have built up that are hitting their first putt on the green. We wanna make sure that all of this time they've spent working very, very hard, that that money is protected and is going to serve the purpose that they wanted it to when they need it here in the short term. Okay, so you've hit it off the tee box, second shot on the green, we've made a good putt at birdie, and we have a tap in par. What does a tap in par represent for your life? If we made the steps correctly, we plan correctly, the tap in part, it represents just turning on passive income streams. At this point, we're not concerned as much with growth. You spent your whole life growing your assets and contributing to them. Now you get to reap the reward of all that hard work. At this point, we utilize investment strategies that are going to pay you continually until you pass away. We set up products that provide a zero floor where you're not gonna lose any principal, And we make sure we do everything in the most tax efficient manner as possible because a lot of times, you know, we always want to think about the climb, building, 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 all the accumulation. But if you don't know the tax consequences of how you pull your money out, you can just be throwing a lot of it right back down the drain. And this works so perfectly with my golf analogy. I love it, right? The drive for show, putt for dough. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that one because I like to just pound drivers, (laughs) try to hit it as far as I can, overpower a golf course. And then I might, you know, hit it in the water and three jack and make a double. So (laughs) the same thing works here with your finances. The last putt, it's the most important one. Even if it's a tap-in, we have to make sure the distribution process is going to last the way you want it. And I always tell people at this point, we need a mindset shift. We don't care as much of what's going on with the market. It's not going to matter if we set it up correctly. All that really matters is the income continues to come from your investments. So now instead of building your assets now and growing your assets, we're thinking about elongating or stretching the funds out as far as possible. So for people on this part of the course that are just hitting their tap in par, when they ask me what to do with their money over the next couple of years, I just tell them to trust the plan it's not a concern anymore we're not worried about taking on large growth what we're concerned about is picking the correct investments that are going to provide the income for you that is a more important aspect than how much your account balance is actually showing because even if your account balance shows a little bit less than it did last year as long as they're still paying the same amount of dividends or we are in certain products that are guaranteed to pay you based off the amount that we originally put in, then the market fluctuations are not going to be affecting the passive income that's going to be coming to you month after month. So all of this being said, you have to know what part of the hole you're on and you cannot get ahead of yourself the question of what should I do with my funds throughout the rest of the year? Well, focus on where you are. If you're on the tee box, quit looking at the green. Don't worry about the flag. Just make sure you put all your focus on the first shot and execute that part of the game plan. If you're on the green and working on your first putt, then let's probably dial back some risk because I do see some some volatile markets ahead over the next couple of years, and I don't want you susceptible to that kind of risk and trying to hit it. 10 feet past the hole, ram it back into the back of the cup and have a knee knocker to to make your par putt coming back. If you're in the fairway hitting your second shot into the green, keep being aggressive, trust your investment process and keep putting at least 15% of your income into your retirement accounts. And really guys, it's that simple. Each shot on the course requires a lot of planning and we can dive into so many details about all the investment options and how to not hit your ball into any trouble. But that's what working with an advisor does. I'm like having a caddy. you see this here, it all works in the golf metaphor. (laughs) But working with me as an advisor is like having a caddy on the golf course. I'm gonna be telling you where to hit your ball, what to avoid and how to play the hole to make sure you make a par. So don't overcomplicate it guys. And if you want some help from your trusty caddy, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Go to my website at hunterlowry.com. You can jump right on my personal calendar right there. I'd love to talk to you about where you are, what your goals are, and how I can help you reach them. So I hope you guys enjoyed the cheesy metaphor. I kind of thought it was a fun little deal. So, And as you know, I enjoy the sports metaphors. so they're probably going to be coming on more often. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. And hey, I'm stealing a new tagline, I'm stealing it from my girlfriend. She gets one shout out. I'm claiming it as mine forever going forward. But a new way to end the show every day. It's a great day to have a great day, guys. Take care.